Oh my stars, I am so thrilled you're here. My name is Kai Graham and welcome to another episode in my podcast, The Parent and Teen Toolbox, which is designed to equip parents and teenagers with the tools for navigating adolescence. I've been in the trenches of parenting and now I'm on a mission to help parents support their teenagers so that together we can build a mentally healthier and happier generation of young people. Each week you will receive learnings and takeaways that will help you tackle the challenges and the oh shit moments that are often associated with parenting tweens and teens. I have your back and I'm glad you're here. Hey there. I speak to so many parents. And one thing that seems to crop up more often than not, along with the my child suddenly turned into a stroppy teenager and they just won't listen to me and all they do is under, you know, roll their eyes and sort of mutter under their breath. But many parents are being faced with the fact that suddenly at school their child has become dare I say it, an epic underachiever. That suddenly, even though you have tried to set the wheels in motion, you've built the foundations of daily study habits and instructing them all about a clean workspace and how to manage their time, suddenly it's a bit like having just flicked a switch and your child is near. And yes, whilst you have imparted the fact that you want to keep all the doors open for them in the future, so the importance of studying and how it's really important that they do get, you know, the best grades that they can, your child is really just not um, fired up by the same enthusiasm as you. So what's going on? They're just not working. They're not interested. They're not really showing any need to want to improve their grades. You might be greeted with, well, what's the point? Or, I don't actually see the value in it. Or, who needs an A in maths anyway? Or, you know, I think the thing is, is that we teach, the way the curriculum works at the minute is much of what we teach our children to to them and in their eyes is rather irrelevant. Um, for, For many, and I would say probably the majority, What actually is the point of a simultaneous equation? And so I understand. I mean, I I get it. It's it's important to um, want our child to sort of have the best grades. It's not about getting A grades. It's not about getting, you know, top of the class. I think the infuriating thing for many, many parents is just when they see that their child is not realizing their own potential. And that's what makes our toes curl. Now, let me just um, sort of, you know, sort of stipulate there is a difference between underachieving and not performing. Underachieving is really when kids aren't getting the grades that they have potential for. It's as simple as that. And and, and it could be through their lackadaisical manner. It could be just because they're not working. They show no interest. But underperforming or not not performing is something slightly different in that 
Your child might be trying really hard. Your child might just find it all a struggle. Maybe they've got their own limitations. Maybe they've got sort of neurodiversities. So what we have to do as, as parents to begin with is to take our foot off the pedal, is to start having some space and think, now, hang on a minute. A lot of my expectations might depend on my child's own abilities and their circumstances. So that is worth bearing in mind before we start coming down on our kids like a ton of bricks and going, well, you used to get A's and now you've got D's and what's going on? Because there could be some very, very good reasons. And one of the reasons, I believe, is fear, not laziness. So what I do have is really four pointers in how to support your underachieving child. First of all, where is this lack of motivation coming from? Why have they lost their sparkle? What's going on? What's motivating them not to achieve? And this might actually sort of cause a bit of pain for you when you start digging. So watch out because the buzzwords now I know are, are all about our child's mental health. And it's worth looking into this is that if your child's grades are suffering, let's not put it down to laziness. There could be something a lot bigger going on here. So try and find out why. Why are they not really wanting to sort of push themselves any longer? Is it apathy or is it mental health? Many kids say, well, it's just boring, really. And I think the thing is, is boring tends to mask. It tends to mask the thoughts of, but I'm likely to fail anyway. What happens if I'm not smart enough? And this happens a lot when kids move from primary school to secondary school. Because maybe they were a big, bright fish in a tiny pond. And maybe they were at the sort of top end of the class where actually, let's face it, maybe they didn't have to work terribly hard. And when they move into secondary school, the work gets harder. And so suddenly, from a child that used to think smart was easy, they're now realizing that, well, work is harder. Ergo, I'm thick. And this is hard to deal with for a young child who doesn't quite understand how maybe the secondary school operates. So when they're sort of going, oh, it's just boring or what's the point anyway, maybe dig a little bit deeper because I would suggest that there is an underlying fear there of maybe I'm not good enough anymore. And that's, you know, having been at the top of the pile, they're now a little sort of little minnow in a very large pond. So, okay, you've worked out maybe why they aren't operating. One thing I do stipulate to parents is praise the effort and not the grade. I do remember when um, I was standing in the car park collecting Jack, my son, um, after his final 11 plus paper. And I listened to a mum as, as her son came down the um, path and she went, how was it? And he went, yeah, yeah, it was all right. And she went, well, don't forget, if you get your A grade, you'll get a quad bike. And I just thought, 
Maybe that was meant to be a great motivator for that little child. I would suggest that there was a lot of pressure placed on him from from a remark like that. But I think is that we need to acknowledge that life isn't all A grades and and sort of, you know, um, coming first. It's all about how much we apply ourselves and how much effort we put into that application. And so parents praise that that effort that and if you ha- if, let's face it if your child hasn't put any effort in then well that that's a totally different ball game but rather than expect um you know sort of well let's wait until you get re- your results and then I'll give you your reward why not give them the reward beforehand it's all about um trying to nurture that loving and caring um sort of uh, attitude isn't it but to dangle um rewards whilst I mean there's nothing worse than waiting for exam grades at the best of times but just you know to to add the added stress stress and sort of pressure of well if I do well I'll get rewarded you know and and other mums sort of you know used to sort of say well for every A grade they get sort of 20 pounds and for every B grade they get 15 pounds and I'm thinking right yeah okay that's that's fine um but I think we need to be rewarded I think it's it's they've so got it in the wrong perspective but hey number three don't use labels and this is coming from a child who was well actually who wasn't labeled enough funnily enough my son my my forgive me my brother was the sporty one the brainy one the clever one the um you know the good looking one and and I sort of never actually got a label but labels are dangerous so if you are um you know if you're sort of thinking about your underachiever at school oh no 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 well we're not expecting much she's the artistic one or we're not expecting much because she's the sporty one or oh well you know he's very brainy but you know he they're, they're not very good at because what starts happening is children start living up to those expectations Maybe your sort of, you know, your son who is the artistic one suddenly realizes, well, what's the point therefore trying in science? Or maybe your daughter who is the sort of the maths one, maybe there's no point sort of um, trying very hard for the school play. And this, this restricts our children's potential. It's not all about as I keep saying, A grades and achievements and and league tables. What we want to do is we want to create a uh, a healthy and well-rounded child. So we need to encourage them to try things. Have a go at that sport. Okay, you might not enjoy watercolors, but have you tried pen and ink? Have you tried oils? Have you tried clay? Okay, well, you know, you're really good at sort of X, Y, and Z, but that means that you're committed and that means that you're really good at sort of focusing. So why don't you try A, B, and C? Because we don't want to restrict our children. We don't want to um, make them feel that they're scared to give something a go. And okay, they might try something and realize it's not for them. Cool that they've tried it. But I think the thing is, is that we worry so much that our children need to fit into this academic structure that somehow we're failing them if they're getting their C's and their D's as opposed to their A's and their B's. 
Now, if these C's and D's are due to underachieving because of lack of interest, because of being scared, because they're comparing themselves to sisters, brothers, even previous generations of, you know, you know it's even, well, your dad's the brainy one, why aren't you? You know, it's, it's important that we have to, number four, be realistic. Because actually, face it, this is not about you. It's not about what people are going to say, sort of, you know, over the uh, uh, over a sort of coffee with well-meaning friends. Oh, right, yes. Well, it doesn't matter. They didn't do too well in that, you know. I mean, and I know it. It can be quite hard. Your child's grades, your child's achievements, your child's failures are nothing to do with you. Well, actually, that's unfair. They're not about you. I think that many parents um, are, do struggle. They um, struggle to come to terms with their children's underachieving or their children's not even not performing. Maybe parents are remembering their old childhood. Maybe parents are remembering their, their own past failures. That's understandable. But your child's achievements and lack of them are not about you. What you need to have a look at is what is your child capable of? And are they reaching those goals? What are your children's goals? You might want them to be a scientist. You might want them to practice engineering. But maybe that doesn't float their boat. Maybe they have different dreams. Maybe your child didn't even know that they could dream. So it's up to us parents to tease it out of them. If our children are underachieving, there's a reason why. And if it's because they're scared, because they have been that big fish and now they're that little minnow, that's up to us to um, help them understand that when they started primary school, they too were a little minnow. And it's, you know, it, take, it takes time and yes, a little bit of effort to sort of rise through the hierarchy of school again. But if their underachieving is not because of that, if their underachieving is due to apathy or if it's because they haven't found their passion or they're not too sure what floats their boat, then we need to help them dig. We need to open our child's world to things that they might not even have thought possible before. Maybe they're not very good at German, but they could be fantastic at Spanish. It's a matter, and, and actually, that said, there might even be um, character clashes with, with people in the class or, or, or the teachers. I've seen that happen so many times. In the world, Mrs. Brimson doesn't really like me. And that's fair enough. It's, it's, this is part of life, but it's a good lesson for children to write. Okay, well, if you don't like your chemistry teacher, it doesn't mean you have to give up chemistry. You're actually quite good at it, or I see that you enjoy it. So let's find a different way of dealing with this. Maybe you need to sort of have a truce with the, with the tutor. Maybe you can change classes. Maybe you can get a different person to support you. There are are always alternatives, but sometimes kids feel like they've been painted into a corner and that there's no way out. And more to the point, 
If you dig deep and have a look, you might even see that there's a lot more children being home educated now. Homeschooling is on the rise because there are so many of our children that are not quite suited A to the curriculum or B to the way the structure of the school works. Some children are, you know, we have many children have neurodiversities. There's a lot of um, other restrictions going on because of the wiring of their brain. They might be um, sensitive to noise. They might be sensitive to, um, you know, not being able to sort of sit still in a class for too long. They might have many, many other restrictions going on in their head. But it's up to us to try and work that out. It's up to us to support our child to show them that, okay, whilst they might be struggling, there are alternatives. Whilst they might think, oh, it's boring and mm, underneath, that I'm not smart enough. Every child deserves to shine. And every parent should be helping their child to shine as brightly as they possibly can. Let's face it, when push comes to shove, we don't really care. We've got a Nobel scientist sitting across our uh, across the table from us eating their fish fingers. We just want our children to be happy, safe and healthy. And I say to parents so many times, you are only as happy as your saddest child. So if your child is underachieving, rather than berate them and tell them they must try harder, let's dig deeper. Let's find out why. Let's praise their efforts. Let's not label them and put them on the scrap heap altogether. And let's be realistic and let them live their own life. Sending you all very much love. Thanks so much for listening to this entire podcast. If you want to help other parents looking for support, then please share this with your friends and family. Because if you found this podcast useful, then they will too. So please share via your social media. If you have any parenting questions, then please give me a shout through my email, which is toolbox at kygraham.com. And I may even use your question as a future podcast episode. If you want to connect, please come and join me on Instagram. Just search for Kai Graham. Also, could you do me a favour, please? Parenting teenagers can feel very confusing and isolating at times. And I believe that it takes a village to raise a child. And we are here to support one another. I'd love it if you would leave a review on iTunes. And a good one, by the way. (laughs) Because when you do, it lets more parents out there know that there is support for them too. Thank you. And as always, this comes with much love.